This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we conclude a teaching on a very important portion of Scripture, and that's been Psalm 22, a very powerful and prophetic picture that was fulfilled by Jesus, and actually he fulfilled so much of Psalm 22, which was written by King David approximately a thousand years before Jesus walked the earth. And as we've said on every program, and I encourage you to continue to read and study Psalm 22, keep these two verses in mind. Luke 24, 44, Jesus spoke to the disciples and said to them, these are my words which I spoke to you while I was still with you that all things which are written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. And as you study Psalm 22, as we have over the past two weeks, we see how much of the words that David wrote were fulfilled by Jesus on the cross. The other verse is Ephesians chapter 1, verse 14. Paul's prayer included these words, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. And we pointed out that the Greek word for knowledge here is epignosis, a much stronger word than the usual word for knowledge, gnosis, which infers a deeper participation in that knowledge. And it really indicates that it's knowledge that influences the one seeking knowledge. In other words, it's a transforming knowledge, and the most powerful knowledge that we can have is revelation from God. And Paul, and David was given revelation and wrote about what his own situation was, but it has such application to Jesus on the cross. And yesterday we started, and we want to com- finish this today. What are the practical lessons that we could learn for today, the way we live from Psalm 22. And we spoke about endurance, how important it is, because Jesus endured the cross for the joy that was set before him. It says in James 1, verses 2 to 4, Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance or patience, and let endurance have its perfect result, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Romans 12, 12, in speaking how to live, says, Rejoice in hope, persevering in tribulation, devoted to prayer. And Hebrews ten thirty six, For you have need of endurance, 
so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. And yesterday we started to talk about the necessity of being able to go through afflictions as Jesus did. We're not going to do what he did. He, he went on the cross for us. He was our substitute. But he gives an example of going through affliction. And we mentioned a few scriptures yesterday. For example, um, Psalm 119, verse 50. This is my comfort in my affliction, that thy word has revived or quickened me. We need to be quickened by the word of God when we're going through a trial. Um, Psalm 119, 107. I am exceedingly afflicted. Revive me, O Lord, according to thy word. Where do we go in in the midst of affliction? To the word of God. Let's stay in Psalm 119, verse 67. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep thy word. What a powerful, powerful word. The affliction and you coming through that victoriously will enable you to keep God's word. What a promise. Let's look at Psalm 119, verse 71. It is good for me that I was afflicted. Listen to the statement David writes. It is good for me that I was afflicted that I may learn thy statutes. I I can say this, when we are at ease, it's easier to drift away and compromise, let down our God. But affliction really gets our eyes and our heart back on the Lord. Afflictions are not for our pleasure, but for our profit, and we need to recognize that. In Psalm 119, verse 75, we read these words, I know, O Lord, that thy judgments are righteous, and that in faithfulness thou has afflicted me. Many times severity is needed in our lives, and it's the faithfulness of God to chasten or afflict us. How many of us can say, as David said, I know, I know that your judgments are right. They're fair and they're wise. God does not withhold what is needed in our lives. Afflictions will, if accepted, properly will bring forth fruitfulness in our lives. Listen to Hebrews 12, verse 11. All discipline for the moment seems not to be joyful, but sorrowful. Yet to those who have been trained by it, afterwards it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. Wow. Can we get God's view of affliction rather than our own view? Um, Psalm 34 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of all of them. Get hold of that. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the the Lord delivers him out of them all. Afflictions refine us. Afflictions are used to expand the gospel. Afflictions need to be seen for their eternal value. Proverbs 19.20 says, listen to counsel and accept discipline that you may be wise the rest of your days. Wow. The word says, the Lord says in Isaiah 43.2, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Second Timothy 1.12, for this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. Do you really want to be fruitful in your life? We need to be able to go through afflictions 
in the same manner that Jesus demonstrated on the cross. All right, we spoke about prayer, and we want to close this before we uh, recite the Shema. Um, James 5.16, a very well-known scripture. The effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. That's a powerful verse, and we know that on the cross, Jesus effectually and fervently prayed to his Father. Uh, interesting, the word effectual and fervent really in the Greek gives us our word for energy. So what could it mean when it, it, it speaks of prayer? I believe it means we have to be passionate. The, the, the prayers must come from the heart and be persistent that it's a way of life. I remember a song that Keith Green recorded, make my life a prayer to you. It's not just having prayer times, but our whole life should be a prayer to you. Lord, in Psalm 22, Jesus cried out by day and by night. In verse 19, it says, O thou my help, hasten to my assistance. In verse 24, it says, But when he cried to him for help, he heard. It's powerful. It's powerful. Again, it's tied in with being persistent and being prayerful. It says in Psalm 28, verses 6 and 7, Blessed be the Lord, because he has heard the voice of my supplications. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song I will praise thee. When we go through afflictions successfully, we will begin to praise the Lord. So the lessons that we learn from Psalm 22 is one prayer how yes, important Lord. it is that our life would become a prayer to him to affliction all the things that jesus went through for us gives us the wherewithal to be afflicted and still pray and worship the lord, yes, lord. and the third lesson is perseverance because jesus persevered for the glory that lied ahead. And Jesus endured the cross to overcome the fall of man Thank you, Lord. through the first Adam. Jesus came as the second Adam. He is an offering for us. So let us offer our lives and be keepers of his word and cry out to him in prayer in affliction to persevere and endure with thanksgiving unto the Lord and he will make us an overcomer for him. Lord, 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 what can we say? We all choose to be overcomers, more than conquerors, but yet the flesh, the soul, and the world and the devil are against us. But Lord, I pray that through studying Psalm 22, something has been received by Junie and me, as well as our listeners, that can strengthen us in the things of God. And as Junie just elicited, uh, talked about the learn the things that we could learn, prayer, persistence, 
and the ability to go through afflictions. May it happen, Lord, and may we become more than conquerors, not just looking at the promises that delight our hearts, but promises that are going to perfect us and make us strong in these end days. And to really say that the quintessential part of Christianity, or if you call yourself a Jewish believer, you're the follower of the anointed one, Jesus. The quintessential thing is to embrace our cross. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, this being Friday, we want to identify with our Jewish kinsmen by reciting the Shema. And if you know these words, say it along with us. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you for who you are, what you've done, what you're doing, and what you will do. We eagerly await This was the hope of the first century church, your return. And we wait for that glorious day to come. Help us, Lord, every day of our lives to seek you and to obey you and to trust you because you know what we don't know, what lies ahead, and you protect us in you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.